evening, everyone who's listening. Thank you for listening and joining us at our first ever live podcast. Welcome to the Porches Podcast. Let's talk about it. I'm Ace, joining with my co-host Sarah, and we have uh, members of the Porches President uh, Jesse and Annika. If you'd like to introduce yourself, starting with Sarah, Jesse, then Annika. Hi guys, I'm super excited. My name is Sarah. I'm in fourth year. I'm excited to co-host with Ace and just talk about it. I'm excited to have our first podcast. Ace and Sarah, I believe, are going to do a great job, and I'm excited for the discussion we're going to have tonight. Hey, everybody. I'm Annika. I'm just finished my fourth year of chem bioengineering, and I'm on the exec team for the porch, and I'll be supporting in the background here. All right. Thank you, guys. First things first, we would like to tell you uh, what is exactly the porch. So the porch is club that started under the McMaster Wilson program and the mission of the porch is to basically have a discussion to discuss global issues surrounding uh, what's happening around the world such as news whether it's like sustainability and politics related you name it we basically the idea of talking about it so we start uh, before COVID of course we, had, we used to do a roundtable discussion and we just basically divide into categories like what we're going to discuss and basically at the end, we gather all the information that we discuss and, re- and we notice that we're trying to aim for the same mission, but we have different ideas. So that's the idea of the, uh, the porch. And with this year, uh, COVID-19, President De- Jesse suggested and proposed the idea of having a podcast, which is fantastic because, you know, we always, uh, the idea of podcast is to talk about it. Hence, that's the name of the podcast. Let's talk about it. So welcome to the first live session. We would like to thank a special thanks to people who the groups who basically uh, shared, followed and uh, promoted us and supporting us uh, for our first live live event. So McMaster Times, who similar to New York Times to stay up to date on pressing national and international issues affecting us, uh, McMaster Procrastinators, a new club dedicated to bringing knitting and crocheting to our community. Olaf McMaster, it's a Latin American Students Association, and MUSA, which is the official McMaster Ukrainian Students Association. So let's talk about burnout. And uh, this is a very broad topic. And when, we, when, we, uh, when Sarah proposed the idea of burnout, my first thought was basically my years in undergraduate and something that really annoys me to this day, which is burning out in anything. And the idea of burning out is it does not stop. Uh, it can be burning out during undergrad, grad school, work, life in general. So let's just talk about it. So Sarah, Annika, Jesse, and uh, Zoe, welcome. The floor is yours. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Thanks for that, Ace. Thanks for that wonderful introduction. So I think burnout is something that everyone can relate to. If someone says that they've never felt burnout, burnt out, I'm not really sure if they're telling the truth. I feel like burnout happens especially when you hit those later stages of education in grade 12 when you're applying to universities, in university when you have that massive transition from high school to uh, higher education, and even after when you transfer into the workplace and even into grad school or PhDs or uh, other different types of professional schools. Uh, it's something that we can all relate to regardless of our level of education and 
regardless of the position that we are in our lives. And that's something pretty, pretty big. And it's important that we talk about it. Um, as a fourth year student, I can definitely attest to feeling burnt out. Uh, sometimes you just feel like there's not enough hours in the day to get everything that you want done. Sometimes you feel like you just need to stop and take a breather um, in order to understand like how can I move forward and how can I do this in a healthy way. Yeah, basically that's kind of just like my take on it. Um, Annika, do you, do you wanna share anything? That was a great introduction, uh, Sarah, um, following Ace's introduction. My thoughts about burnout, I think what I feel the most is the lack of connection to people. I think working, that's a challenge with working remotely and take, doing school remotely as well as you miss that general face-to-face -face interaction with people. The, those are my sort of initial thoughts. These are actually excellent points. Uh, honestly, when I think of burnout, uh, I always think of my, well, of course, every year during undergrad, um, just to pinpoint out, like, uh, those who are li listening, I am currently a master's student uh, in engineering public policy at the W. Booth School of Engineering and Practice. So, yes, I am old in this case. Uh, when not. I think of, well, I mean, like, if her, like, you know, I'm not an undergrad. So if I'm not an undergrad, I'm considered old. So let's keep it that way. <laughs> so when I think of burnout, I think of my my first year and third year experience uh, dealing with basically heavy course load and just the the uh, amount of pressure and thoughts. Uh, when I think of burnout, I think of these symptoms that I that I experienced in my life, which is the the, the idea of feeling helpless and feeling being defeated in life. Uh, you're basically feeling alone. It's like you're, you're the only one who's dealing with this. No one's basically helping you out. And the idea of, of being unwanted is such a big thing uh, with being burnt out. Uh, yeah, you're going to have negative outlook. And it's not like voluntarily. It's just because you're just feeling overwhelmed with the sense of uh, self-doubt and then sense of failure just basically taking over your head. Your, your mind is being reactive. Uh, I remember taking like, uh, for me, I couldn't even handle six courses in one semester back in first year and third year. Uh, when I when I had like six courses each semester and then basically uh, talking to my family and then I had procrastinated a lot because it was like a culture shock for me first, first year spending time with friends and stuff and spending time studying, I could not even take it anymore. And the feeling of just like having uh, something between your heart and your throat and you just want to yell and shout, that is such an annoying uh, experience for me. And the amount of times that I've dealt with it is something unimaginable. And, I, and we all experience it, of course. Uh, but it's something that I don't want to experience. And I'm guessing like, you know, all of us, we've, uh, you know, had, had that, had these experience, especially when it comes to factors, like uh, you're doing something that you don't want, but you have to do it is the biggest uh, factor for me. Like I do, for example, I do not like programming, but I have to do it for the sake of other courses. And when I don't know how to do it or how to perform and I'm not, and I don't want to get help because I want to think of being independent and just keep doing it. And I keep getting mistakes and mistakes. The more times I make mistakes and there's no results, the more the burnout builds up. Boy, what do you guys think about it? 
I think that's something interesting that you were kind of talking about feeling alone because this really isn't something that this isn't like a unique situation everyone feels this way but they're almost kind of um weary about sharing their emotions and and maybe being part of an environment that is welcoming to um these uh being being vulnerable in this way and so uh especially in university university is an environment where you are surrounded by the smartest people um they are so smart they come from all walks of life and you don't really want to seem as that person that doesn't really know what they're doing or doesn't have their stuff together because other people would see you in that way and you don't want them to see you that way you want them to see you as a capable person that knows what they're doing but it's like everyone kind of has that front and everyone's kind of doing the fake it till you make it having this like bluffing game um but it, it, it's interesting because as humans we can only relate to human struggle we don't really necessarily relate to perfection because that's not who we as humans are someone's going to tell you they did this 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 and this great i'm so happy for you but i can't really relate to that but when someone opens up about their struggles and about the things that they're going through that's when you're like man i'm going through that too or you know what i went through that exact same thing last year um and maybe this is kind of how i went through it and so uh i can definitely relate to you ace in, in those feelings and i'm just so happy that we've been able to kind of come together as students and create an environment where we can share our emotions and and help each other uh and understand kind of like the depths of why we feel this way and how we can combat it uh, because we all want to succeed, right? Uh, and I'm sure we all can and we all have the toolkit to do it. It's just kind of understanding how and, and all that. Sarah, I think you bring up a good point about not wanting to be vulnerable, like telling someone you're burnt out, you're tired is a point, it's a negative point. So I can see it being applicable like you said, in a workplace, in um, in school and with peers that you want to be a team member that is capable, sometimes I think it's hard to show that vulnerable side and to tell them that, you know, you can't be productive and work at your 100% right now. Um, yeah, I completely agree. It just, this brings me uh, a, a memory that I have from first year. So I remember first year, first year engineering, uh, it's like, it's not for the faint of heart. Like I, like we look back at it because we all kind of went through this and it's like, how did I, how did I get through that? Because it was a lot, but I do remember this one student and she was an upper year, maybe in third or fourth year. And I would kind of like always like look up to her. She was in like a lot of clubs and she had like the awesomest co-ops and she just seemed like she really had her life together. I'm like, you know what? I want to be like her. She knows what she's doing. I don't, but I do want to be like her. I remember sitting in Hatch and I was like maybe almost borderline about to like maybe lose it in terms of the pressure and the amount of work that I had to be doing was midterm season and she was there. And we were talking and she started opening up about her struggles and about the things that she went through. And I'm like, wait, what? This is the same person that I like had in my head that I may have put on a pedestal in terms of like their accomplishments and everything like that. Um, in society, we usually see the end result. So the accomplishment, we don't really see the journey that leads up to that. Uh, and that journey is never straight. It's never a straight path. It's very winded. There's tons of obstacles and tribulations. And that's just kind of what that like what makes you you by the end of that journey like you aren't who like you are who you are at the end because of like what you went through so um yeah uh, I think I think this isn't really more this is this is like an aspect of burnout but I think we kind of 
started going off on something else, but I really do appreciate this conversation. I would love to ask um, Zoe if you have any like additions or anything that um, you want to add in terms of your experience with uh, burnout. Yeah, um, well, I tend to find that uh, for me, burnout happens when everything is going well. So say I'll finally get my act together and be on top of schoolwork uh, if I fell behind the previous week. And then that's when there's kind of a pressure. So when you're caught up on all of your lectures, um, you kind of say like, now that you're here, you have to keep it going or else you'll fall behind again and you don't want that to happen. So just because of the unrelenting uh, like lectures, assignments, everything combined together, just sometimes it becomes like <laughs> way too much. And I can't even organize the things that I have to do in my head. I just know that there's a lot of stuff to do. Um, and then instead of trying to work through the assignments and tasks that I have to do, I kind of just put everything off because I just don't, I think of it as like a whole, uh, like a ball of negative uh, things that I would have to work hard to um, achieve and that I may not be able to right now. And then I, instead of confronting it, just put it away, which ends up making it worse. Uh, but one of my friends, uh, she suggested that instead of just keeping it all up in your head, uh, she just told me to put a sticky note on my laptop uh, because I open it and see it every day and just list out, like just make a list of the tasks that you have to do and then cross them off when they're done. And it sounds like, it sounds like I would have thought of that, but it actually really helps. And that's the thing I think that's been the most helpful for me this semester. That's awesome. That's a great segue into like how we can deal with burnout and like what are ways that we can do it. Writing a list mm. and kind of visualizing what exactly you have to do makes it a bit less scary. Sometimes when you have all of these ideas and thoughts swimming around your head, like I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this, it becomes very overwhelming. But when you go take the second to get a piece of paper and write down everything that you need to do and, and write the dates beside them too. So like, you know, when those things are kind of coming up, that kind of makes you feel like accomplished, you know, like I wrote a to-do list, you know, I did at least one thing. I can now have all the things I need to do in front of me. It just visualizes it more. And it, it takes away a little bit of that stress when it comes to the ambiguity of all the things that you need to do. So I, I definitely, um, say that that is like I do that too and it's it's so effective um sometimes writing the to-do lists takes like a long time and, and that's an accomplishment in itself so I really do agree on that um another thing that um, I'd love to bring up is just it anyone is going to get burnt out by doing the same thing over and over again especially with online school we wake up we co-open our zoom classes um and we're in the we most of us maybe are in the same room. So I am going to sleep in my bed and I wake up and I'm, I go two meters to my desk and I open up my Zoom classes and I'm sitting and I'm staring at my screen for like six hours straight going through my classes, doing my assignments. And then once it's done, I'm still in my room and I go and I eat and it's just this constant over and over and over again. Um, the not for having variations is definitely a huge thing that could lead to burnout. So for me, something that I like to do is I like to go on a bike ride. Bike rides are just like my way of just 
pushing out all of like my inner stresses and just like forgetting the world and just really enjoying myself in the moment and not having to think. And so uh, sometimes I'm sitting and, and it, it's almost very, sometimes it's difficult for me to kind of get out and do that and break out of my routine of waking up, doing class, eating, and then going back to sleep. But we have to understand that burnout comes from doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. And then introducing variations within your daily schedule is something that could be really useful and helpful um, to, to break that cycle. Can I uh, build on that? Yeah, go for it. Um, yeah, I really get what you're saying, like about getting out and especially about like changing up your routine. I think that was a big thing. Surprisingly, it was more in uh, elementary school when I had pre-programmed extracurriculars like every Tuesday uh Friday I'd have like ballet Saturday would be piano um and I think just having that schedule like over and over like it just made me dread the days that I had those things on and then I kind of see like the um COVID making people just stay in one room at a time and luckily my uh boyfriend he lives like in a different house down the street so um when I go visit him, it kind of makes me go out of the room, like just to be in a different environment for a bit. Uh, like even if I'm doing work there too, it just feels like a change. Um, and because it's not like I'm going there at a specific time every day, it's not like the same thing over and over again. Um, and then I think also with hobbies and things, uh, say like something, trying something new is a big thing as well, because um, like I started rollerblading and it kind oh, that's of, awesome. yeah, it lets you take your mind off of things. And if it's like a challenging new task, it'll kind of help take your mind away from the things that are bothering you. hundred percent. I love that. Thanks so much for that. Um, anyone else want to add on of things that they do in order to kind of help with burnout? Yeah, sure. Uh, these are amazing points and you know, I enjoy like basically talking about this because it's something we, we all we all go through regardless of how old you are what position you're in what's your role everyone's going to deal with burnout when I think of well I, I can remember things like you know that someone tells like burnout is like doing something without a purpose mm. and that and, and that got stuck in my head when when uh when a friend of mine told me that I'm just like what what, what do you mean and he tells me like you know if you're doing something and you're not enjoying it and you don't understand why you're doing it you're basically going to hate yourself and the more you continue doing it you're just gonna he didn't say burn out it just says break down and i'm like you're joking that was first year uh and then i dealt with it and i'm not gonna lie i uh, let's say we're not gonna go through that again but basically um what really changed my habits is basically breaking habits you know like there's this um I, I can't remember. Uh, it's like a Dutch saying, if you change a spicy food, you'll eat more because you're just trying something new and it has different, and you have like activate different taste buds. And it basically it's applying base, uh, about your habits. If you're doing the same, same, same thing every day, it's, uh, it's annoying. You're just not going to eat anything anymore. But like if you're going to basically break the cycle and do something else, you just want to do more from that. So like with COVID, I used to just like... Uh, do something, uh, get outside, just stay outside for one hour, listen to music, and that's it, just like a meditation. Uh, and I started doing it every day, which can help, but basically it's just annoying. And you know, like, because I'm just doing the same thing every day and it sucks. Yes, I can go out, but it sucks. 
So right now, especially with masters or like even like my last few months of undergrad, what really helped me was basically I have my family around me. I can do so, I can spend time with them. And, you know, it gives my role as as a son or like a brother a purpose. Uh, I spent time with uh, for, just for like before the podcast and uh, after I uh, did some work, I played with my my five year old brother like Minecraft. I don't really I'm not an expert, but at least, you know, it gives me something different. Played with him, spent time with him. I took a walk. Uh, and I, what I say, what I do is that I don't take the, the same, uh, pattern of walk every day. I don't go to the same location. I just go different places. Sometimes I get lost. I'll be honest with you, but at least I'm going somewhere different and I'm just kind of like discovering places, which definitely, uh, helps for me. And another thing is basically, uh, reading something, uh, different every week. For example, I basically, let's say I, I read a book. Great. And then the week after, I read something else, like reading an article online, whatever, whether it's politics or, or, or medical uh, or anything different every week, or watch a movie every other week, just different movies. Don't watch the same thing from, from before, just basically do some, uh, just do something that is new, uh, explore. And uh, last but not least, which you know, all of you mentioned is basically have a list. Uh, I basically, try to make uh, a goal one goal a week what can I do so I can achieve that it gives me purpose and when it gives me purpose regardless if I'm stressed regardless if I'm having a lot of work in one week but as long as it gives me purpose I do not care what's what's going to happen but at least I got purpose that's what I that's what I have in mind that's awesome, Ace. Thanks so much for sharing that. Um, I'd like to ask everyone, because sometimes we feel like, okay, we're students, we're co-op, we're, we have jobs, we have this. Sometimes we feel like we don't have time to do the things that we like, right? It's like, we have this entire to-do list. How can I go outside and have fun? Or how can I go on a bike ride if I have a million things I need to do? Isn't that going to be counterproductive? Uh, so I do pose the question to everyone. If you didn't have school, if you didn't have work, what would you be doing right now? Um, I'd love to hear you guys. For me personally, if I didn't have school, if I didn't have work, I would love to travel. I'd love to go see new places, meet new people, try new foods, all of these things. How about Ace? What would you like to do if you didn't have school or work? If I don't have school or work, mm-hmm. uh, and and let's 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 be in a, in a scenario. Let's just say that that COVID is still happening and that limits my options. What would I do? I was thinking COVID I, is like not a thing. <laughs> Traveling, yeah, I guess you can't do that during COVID. But if, if there's one thing I would do, like um, there's traveling, but it needs money, of course, so I have to be realistic. And uh, for me, at least, uh, to me, I would uh, basically, I don't know, become a barber. Straight okay, up. Okay, that's cool. Because, I like that. Uh, yeah, because for, because what I love about barbers is that they meet new people every appointment they have different conversations you can have different style of haircuts it doesn't have to be the same thing over and over and over again and as even the bar the bar the barbershop i go to they enjoy their work because it gives them purpose it gives them something they can spend time with spend time with people talk to people uh, show their work it's amazing i would do that how about annika what would you like to do yeah I've been thinking about that. Uh, first, I want to pose a question to you, Sarah, to think about while I answer. 
Um, okay. Where do you specifically want to travel? Here's the thing. I was thinking about this, like after Ace talked about COVID, because like in my head, it's like oh, COVID totally forgot that was a thing that we have to worry about. Um, you know what? I even thought of like, how can I combat that? And in terms of like where I'd want to travel, uh, a lovely thing called Omegle is a place where you can just meet random people online. Safe, of course, you should, you know, press the escape button whenever you need that. But um you get to meet people from all over the world and I think like the whole traveling aspect that I like in that is just meeting new people so I was thinking like how I could adapt that and you could meet new people on different platforms like Omega or other things like that uh, but if COVID wasn't a thing I would love to go to hmm let's see let's see Japan Japan like the the culture I just know nothing about it I'd love to go and, and just see everything eat breathe all that um, but yeah, that, that's kind of my thing. But Anike, your thing, what would you like to do? Yeah, so what I'm sensing from that is the desire to be around people or meet people. And if I had to think of something to do right now that's not work, I think I would split it into two different things, which are the two activities I focus on outside of work now. I just wish I could spend more time on them. Um, the first one being to get more involved with Engineers Without Borders. Um, it's a nonprofit that has university chapters. So there's actually one at Mac and they work a lot with uh, empowering university students to be advocates for change as well as supporting local businesses in various countries in Africa. And I find the community that I've met through Engineers Without Borders has really bettered my life and my outlook on life so much more. Um, so I would really like to become more involved with that group. And then the second thing I would like to do if I was not at work right now would be to volunteer or get paid to work at the bike shop near me. Um, I found a bike shop near my workplace and I've been a couple times to visit to get my bike fixed up my bicycle it's not a, a, a motorbike and I would just really like to continue learning how to fix bikes and I feel like if I had more time and I could get paid to do it then I would also be doing that so that's awesome uh Zoe what would you like to do if you don't have school or work someone mentioned traveling to Japan and I thought that was I'd love to go to Japan or just um just maybe like a tour of Asia in general because I was actually planning on visiting my family in Singapore this year, but uh, COVID. <laughs> um, but yeah, visiting that area, uh, like I've always wanted to go to Japan, maybe Korea, Singapore, Malaysia. Um, so traveling would be one of them. I think another one would be, um, I'd love to work. Uh, I got a summer position at an optometrist office uh, I'm in life sciences, so I kind of want to explore my options. So this summer I was going to uh, work there for a few months and uh, just I wanted to see like if I would actually enjoy working um, in like the office and like so I would know if I want to pursue it or not. But COVID also delayed that. So for now, I'm just still putting it out there as an option for me and trying to take courses for that. I'd also like to, well, I would probably want to knit and crochet a lot. I'm trying to, well, I'm looking uh, into starting like a small business for um, 
making just crochet and knit goods. Uh, I've gotten like a few commissions from, from friends and family. And so I thought it would be nice if I could um, just have it as like a kind of side uh, income um, and uh, maybe have an Etsy or um, some kind of website so that I could start selling things. So I've been trying to, you know, reach out and there have been a lot of great opportunities in that respect for me, but uh, like I just haven't had the time for most of them. So if I wasn't in school, I would focus on that a lot more. For sure, time. I wish we had more of it. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like we don't have time, but then it's like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I waste a lot of time. And so if I don't like waste my time doing other things, then maybe I could like make more time to do the things I wanted to. But uh, that is um, something that like just trying to kind of figure out. Um, Jesse, what would you like to do if you could do anything, didn't have to worry about school or work? Yeah, um, I definitely hop on board on this travel bandwagon. <laughs> but for me, I would love to find my little plot of land by like a lake and build my own cabin as primitive as that sounds for context I guess I'm studying civil engineering so I guess I have this thing with loving the idea of being able to build something tangible and yeah just to see your work go up I've gone down many rabbit holes of tiny houses and tiny living I feel like there is so much more to life than physical material things that we can have like everything that we need, but in smaller scales and to take up less space. I think that's a really cool idea, but yeah. That's awesome. I love that. And I'm just so like, it's amazing how we all have something that we would love to do like we all talk very passionately about these things like if we didn't have school if we didn't have work we, we would be doing this um but then I would love us to explore just the idea of we have 24 hours in the day and we sleep for eight hours we eat and then we go to class but we do have a few hours that are for us that we can take and we can kind of introduce into our daily schedules to create some variation. Um, Zoe and Ace said this and added on to this is that we kind of get uh, burnt out burnt out because we do the same thing over and over again. And so I would love us to kind of explore how can we incorporate those things that we just said, the things that we would love to do within our daily lives. Uh, something that I would love like for us to do like after this podcast is to write this down. Like we said, when you write something down, that's when you visualize it, that's when it becomes true. So we can write one thing down that we want to incorporate within our daily schedule. And it doesn't have to be daily, but like within our weekly schedule, what do we wanna do in order to introduce variation as well as introducing things that we are passionate about and that we like and making time for it too. Because if we spend eight hours doing work every single day, it's gonna kind of lead to feeling burnt out. Ace, do you want to add anything to that? Yeah, absolutely. It's a very interesting question. To me, uh, I'd like, you know, spend, let's just say, one time a week, like you mentioned, like talking to a friend for hours on, on, on the phone, just like that, you know, like having a once a week, just talk whatever you like, or uh, even like, you know, 
uh, find something you're interested in. If you're listening to podcasts, you know, I, I love podcasts, you know, whether it's like, you know, having this podcast or listening to other podcasts, I listen to one while I'm studying because it keeps something interesting while I'm doing something else or even working out. But find something that you really uh, want to do or like haven't done in a while. You know, COVID gave us that access, you know, we can do something like finally after a very long time. Yeah, for sure. I completely agree. Now I'm thinking like uh, in terms of variation, some things that we said was really interesting. Like when we were kids, we had a schedule, right? You would have soccer on Wednesday, piano on Thursday, and then something else on Monday. It was very like set up. What if we were to create some kind of like Russian roulette thing, like write a list of things that like you would want to do, like go out on a bike ride, talk to someone new, explore this area of my town, try this new ice cream flavor, like write them down. And then what you could do is you could just like pick one randomly on like a day and then do that. And then like a few days later, pick another one and then do that kind of thing. It's almost kind of introducing variability, surprise and anticipation. It's like, what am I going to be doing today? I'm not sure, but it's from a list of things that I'm really passionate about and I really like and I can't wait to do it. Uh, I think that making time for these things is super important. Uh, Sometimes we say we don't have time, but if we don't have time now and we consume ourselves with our work and with our schoolwork, what's going to end up happening is we're going to be burnt out and we won't be able to function at our 100%. And so why don't we make time now so that we don't get burnt out and so that we can live sustainably and we can do all the things that we want, accomplish all the things that we want while staying happy and healthy? I love the one thing I really love what you said is basically uh, you brought the word sustainably. Like as, as someone being in public policy, when someone says, you know, live sustainably, that's something that I would do it in a heartbeat. You know, like when you mentioned about like making time or like not having time, um, you know, the idea of making time is like there's always time if you make one. And I think the first part is basically uh, do what's important and not urgent. And that created a big difference because, you know, when you're doing something that is urgent, that leads to burnout. Because like, you know, like what happens if you're going to deal with a situation that leads to like, you know, like a, like an internal crisis. But if you're going to start doing something that is important uh, once a week and making time for it, it, it does create a big difference and you don't feel uh, going through this burnout stage. Completely agree. We are coming to the end of our podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we really, really do appreciate everyone for coming in the conversation that we've had. I'd love to just go around and everyone maybe just leave off with one thing that they want to do this week or something that they learned or something that they um, found really interesting. Uh, For me, I'm definitely really excited to write my to-do list, but my fun to-do list, not my gross to-do list that's sitting right beside me with a million things. I wanna make a fun to-do list in terms of spending maybe half an hour each day and and kind of getting through that, going outside, trying new restaurants that are maybe in my town or um, always COVID safe though, of course, and and going on a bike ride and and enjoying company with my family. Uh, Sometimes it's weird. You live in the same house, but with school, you're kind of just cooped up in your room and you kind of forget um, that there are people around you. So definitely going to be doing that. yeah, uh, Jesse, let's go around. Um, what would you like to do this week or what did you find interesting? 
I really loved all the takeaways that were brought up. Um, I think one thing that I am going to implement is, as you said, the fun to-do list. I think we get, like our thoughts get drowned out every day with just keeping busy and chugging along. And it's always good to give yourself and your brain a break and some time to enjoy life as well yeah so what would you like to do this week um well I'm really excited for this Saturday um I'm gonna be playing D&D with some friends um I'm just looking forward that to that to break up uh all the work that's due that's awesome actually one thing on that point is that sometimes when you have a goal like I need to get through this many lectures I have to do this assignment but when you have something fun at the end of that goal that's kind of what like makes you more motivated so like when you finish like uh two lectures then I can go like play D&D with my friends kind of thing Mm -hmm. um which is super awesome like you have a goal and you need to do your work and you're super motivated uh because of that thing at the end like I know I'm going to be having fun on Saturday with my friends yeah that's awesome um okay we have Ace Ace what are you going to be doing this week uh tomorrow actually uh, like I'm going to spend time with my friend we're going to drive around uh, probably to Hamilton and pick up some friends and then meet up at his place and just like spend time together. I think that's something, you know, it's like a, like a refresh and just like a, like a break from all the studying took place. Awesome. Monica, do you have your thing or? Yes. Yes. Um, there's been a lot of reflecting that's happened throughout this podcast and I'm really inspired by it. And I, funnily enough I've been meaning to schedule some reflecting in my own life just because a lot has happened in the last year and so I think my big takeaway from this is that there's value in reflecting on your circumstances and I really want to commit to reflecting more on my own development in this past year. I love that that's amazing I absolutely love that one I kind of want to leave us off with just like a, a one one quarter one thing um burnout is what happens when you try to avoid being human for too long we're human we're not robots guys we need to have to instill these things that we like in our passions let's not forget about them let's remember them while still maintaining our hustle and our bustle and our goals and motivations when it comes to academics and jobs Um, but we're also human and we need some time to take off and we need some time to kind of do our passions that are on the side um yeah that's that's kind of what i would love to leave off with and thank you so much for everyone for joining us that concludes our first ever burnout is real let's talk about it podcast um thank you so much to the porch thank you so much to everyone that's joined us thank you zoe for coming we really really do appreciate it and thank you to all our um club sponsors and yeah we hope you have a wonderful night